0: computer initialize hollow
1: suite media Episode of the Voyages. I am Chris Hill, and with me today are Allie Black and Mike Burse. How are you guys doing today? We're good.
2: Very good. Happy to be here.
1: Awesome. All right. Well, today we're going to do our favorite episodes that involve the original crew of the 1701. We've each selected three choices and have a few alternates just in case. I will go ahead and get us started if nobody's got any else going or anything else they need to say at the moment so
2: no let's get into it
1: all right so my first choice that i have selected was journey to babel their uh second season 10th episode i think according to amazon because that's what i've just watched it on Um, but one of the reasons why it's my favorite we just get to see so so many different aliens and everything Uh, We see, you know, we get get to learn more about the universe there within Star Trek, and we get to learn more about Spock and and his family and stuff. And one thing that I kind of hope Strange New Worlds picks up on are those little green aliens that that we see getting getting their drinks made at the table.
2: (laughs) Yeah, we haven't seen them since, I don't think. No,
1: we haven't. So, Allie, uh, what's your first choice?
0: My first choice is the cage. And I know with Strange New okay. worlds coming up, it's going to be very over-talked about. But honestly, this has been my favorite over all of even all the series. I, I just, okay. I've just, i always loved the tone it set. To me, it was like an old classic science fiction. Um, it always made me kind of think outside of the general, you know, aliens and lasers, space fight type thing, where illusion is something that we can be seduced by. All right.
1: Mike,
2: how about you? Uh, So my first one is Season 2, Episode 13, Obsession. So it's the one where Kirk is basically trying to kill off that vampiric cloud that killed um, Garvik, his captain, back when he was, I think, a lieutenant. And there were just some great moments in that. Um, First of all, Kirk throughout it is obsessed with this, and there's McCoy and Spock trying to deal with that, and there's a great sequence there where Spock's asking McCoy for advice, and McCoy says he needs a drink. Um, McCoy also gets in one of his classic crazy way to travel, spreading a man's molecules all over the universe. And then there's just kind of a funny piece down at the end where they beam up um, Kirk and Garavik, the ensign there, Uh and Mr. Scott says to thank heaven. McCoy says there's no deity involved. Oh, no, sorry, that was Spock. And then McCoy gets a little digging on him, says, thank, pitch, thank pitchforks and pointed ears. So there's just some really good interplay in that, and there's a lot of, yeah. it's the three, the triangle the three characters that make that episode a really interesting watch.
1: All right. Yeah, uh, so we'll go ahead and go on to our, our second choices. Allie?
0: My second choice is definitely Mirror Mirror. I just, okay. I love the way they contrasted the crews, um, on each of the bridges, and, and how well the the Terrans were just their violent, usual selves, and not as able to adapt as, as Kirk was when he found himself in the Mirror universe. And I find them really exciting. <laughs> I just, I love the alternate realities that you can have in
2: space travel. Yeah. Actually, if you like that one, there's um, Star Trek Continues has a direct follow-up to that. It's called The Fairest of Them All. It picks up directly when uh, Kirk beams out, and the the bad Kirk beams back in, and it's all. Uh, Spock takes over the Enterprise and starts that rebellion. So it's it's a good good one to watch if you enjoy that.
1: Mhm. All right.
2: Awesome.
1: All right, Mike. What's your second favorite here?
2: Uh, so my second pick is season one, episode seventeen, "The Galileo 7, So that's the one yeah. where Spock McCoy. Scotty and a few other red shirts and assorted people are crash landed on the hostile world, and there's the big giants with the giant spears. And just the interplay there between Spock and McCoy, on Spock choosing every logical decision, and yet two men have died. And McCoy gets. I, I like McCoy making fun of Spock, I guess, because he <laughs> tells him he's sick of his logic. Um. And then Spock admits having made a mistake throughout this episode. And McCoy says he's at least lived long enough to hear that. And the end part there as well, you get Spock, McCoy and Kirk always having their little piece at the end of an episode. And Kirk's kind of jabbing Spock that he made a little illogical decisions. And Spock won't give in to him that he did. And he just calls him yeah. a stubborn man. Says so it's, it's a lot of like, big heavy stuff there on the planet between McCoy and Spock's logic and McCoy just doing his classic, classic McCoy and then you get that lighthearted moment at the end between the three characters and then them all just laughing on the bridge so it's just a, it's a good episode overall I found
1: Alright <clears throat> My second choice um, I'm going actually with, uh, with the very last movie with our original crew, The Undiscovered Country To me that that right there is, just, is, is actually, it kind of flips between The Undiscovered Country, Voyage Home, and Final Frontier is my, my, my favorite, my absolute favorite of the movies. But here lately, it's just been Undiscovered Country just because of all the interplay between everyone in there. The, the mystery that they're trying to, that they're getting ready to solve. And uh, I really, it's, it's, it's a great finish to, to the adventures of the, the guys that we grew up with. And, and in a lot of ways, still kind of culturally relevant. So.
2: Is that cheating, picking a movie?
1: <laughs> I I went with all, I just chose, you know, all uh, 100 and, well, let's see here, anime. So yeah, all like 100 and, like, I, I yeah, I decided to go ahead and do anything from the series and the, the animated series and the movies. So.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. No, Discover Country is great. It's just a solid movie end to end. Bringing back Nick Meyer was a a good thing to do for that last last one for them. The best part of that movie is at the very end when they're all on the bridge, yeah. And he's telling them second star to the right, straight on until morning. And then they have the. I love the score at that yeah. point, and the signatures is a great touch. Signing off. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, whenever whenever I hear hear that that score, I always always see the the images from the the fi- the, the end of the movie come up so. all right now for our th- third choices mike go ahead and get
2: us kicked off uh so my third choice i picked the balance of terror it's uh it's just a great it's like a submarine movie in a lot of ways mm-hmm. and there's the the classic leave your leave any bigotry in your quarters there's no room for out of the bridge when styles is uh, implying that kirk's or sorry spock's a spy Um, and there's the good quote that McCoy has to Kirk when Kirk is, is not sure of himself. And just to quote it in this galaxy, there's a mathematical probability of 3 million earth type planets and all the universe, 3 million galaxies like this one and all that, and perhaps more only one of each of us don't destroy the one named Kirk. I always just like that quote. Yeah. And then the Romulan commander to Kirk, uh, where he says that they're one of a kind in a different reality. They could have been friends. So, just that two really smart commanders, mm-hmm. and that interplay, and they're it's similar to the Wrath of Khan, where the two main the antagonist the protagonist are not even on. They never see each other directly in yeah, person. So. They don't touch each other or anything. It's it's really great. The suspense is built that way.
1: And kind of kind of bringing bringing back uh, the 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 quote from the Romulan commander in the. Uh, Kelvin comic books when they get to that episode they Kirk and and the, the that Romulan commander actually do become friends
2: Oh really I haven't yeah. seen that one So
1: All right for my third selection I'm going to go with uh, the Jihad from the animated series I I really I've really enjoyed this this episode um They kind of do go get called into sort of like a treasure hunt type of thing. And for me, it's the closest that TAS comes to being Scooby Doo in space. And that's one of the main reasons I love it.
2: Oh, Scooby Doo. Love Scooby Doo. All
1: right. Allie, what's your third choice? My
0: third choice is a lighthearted one. It's Trouble with Tribbles, Season 2, Episode 15. I, I had a pet tribble growing up. Not a real one, obviously, but. You know, it's just a stuffed when you petted it, it squeaked, or you can, it, it purred when you held it. It was fun. But, uh... Kind of like this? I, I liked it. It was a lighthearted <laughs> take on the importance of invasive species and taking other people seriously. Um, you know, just how Kurt kind of shirked at first about the grain that he was supposed to protect and how it actually mm-hmm. became quite an integral part of the story. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's it's oh, great how they pick up on that one too in DS nine with the uh, crowds and tribulations. and how they insert them right into the old stock footage. And then oh, yeah. Jadzia, you think she's talking about Kirk when she's talking actually, about his eyes and it's actually Spock. Spock. Yeah.
1: And and just how just how she geeks out over everything.
2: Yeah. Too.
0: And you know, I just I do enjoy the the more lighthearted episodes as well. They're they're more I tend to look
1: towards Yeah, like I say we to say, we might have to talk with the folks over at Vedic Assembly when, when they get to Trials and Tribulations and we'll just do our Trouble with Tribbles and more Tribbles more Troubles.
2: That'll be a Let's... fun crossover.
1: <clears throat> Alright. Now on to Honorable Mentions. So I will go ahead and get us going there. A um, couple ones that that I had were the menagerie. I just, I just really loved how, how it showed that, or, you know, how loyal Spock is to, to, to Pike and how you can see him becoming that way for Jim and bones. And it shows how, how shows how far he's going to, or he's willing to go for those that he cares for and loves. And I also can't wait for them to show, show the, the building loyalty between Spock and Pike in strange new worlds.
2: Uh, Mike? I have tons of honorable mentions, so I'll just get into the first one here. <laughs> Errand of Mercy. I really enjoyed yep. that episode. It's just a Kirk and Spock episode where they get to run around and, and do different things. And I like the moment there, too, where Kirk asks Spock, what are their odds on getting out of there? He says it's difficult to be precise. I would say approximately 7,824.7 to 1. <laughs> so, yeah, difficult to be pres- yeah. precise. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just a fun Kirk Spock episode and Core, who they again bring back in DS9. Mm-hmm. It's just a great performance and a good character to play off Kirk. All
1: right. So, Allie, uh, after after the menagerie, what was your honorable mention? Um,
0: well, other than the Tholian web, which I loved, um, just mm-hmm. to play on the lighthearted episodes, I love both of the Mud episodes. I, Mud and Mudd's women. Okay when that carried over into Discovery, I was absolutely thrilled. and um, I just i found they were good that you're not just encountering aliens, you're encountering scoundrels, you're encountering con people, you're encountering Mm -hmm. all sorts of different things. And it just makes you laugh.
1: All right, I'm going to say, I'll go ahead and finish off my honorable mentions since Balance of Terror was one of my main ones, so I chose the Jihad for my third. Um, My last two are actually... Uh, like I mentioned before, the Final Frontier, uh, mainly just because it seems like every at least every weekend or every other weekend, when it, in yeah when uh, when sci-fi down here in, in the states was still spelled S-C-I-F-I fi and not s-i-f or s-y-f-i, I swear they had Final Frontier on every other weekend or at least every week weekend or something, and that's what made me grow to love. Final Frontier was just seeing it every weekend and that was the only Star Trek thing I could find at the time.
2: Just the interplay Um, between Kirk and Spock and McCoy. It's just awesome, especially when they're down on the planet, roasting marshmallows and having their whiskey.
1: I'm well-versed in the classics, Doctor. Yeah, then (laughs) how come you don't know Row, Row, Row your boat?
2: Oh, there's so so many great little moments in that film. I mean, overall Mm -hmm. you can tell they had a lot of problems with production, but it's just, it's a fun... Film for the characters,
1: yeah. And then uh, the other movie that I have down here in my honorable mentions is uh, is Star Trek Beyond. That one, that one to me, uh, if it's going to be the final one that we get with uh, with with Pine and Quinto and and Urban and all of them, I mean, it's going to be it's a great send off, like like Undiscovered Country was with the original cast. And to me, it was the one that felt. That felt more like the original series and, and everything, and especially with, with sort of like the cold open and the uh, the captain's log at the beginning.
2: I love at the beginning where he's looking in his closet; it's just a bunch of yellow shirts. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and where where every day feeling a little episodic.
2: It was it was good one again for the characters, right? He, especially yeah. Spock and Bones together. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's what really got them back to that. And the Franklin was a really cool, cool ship yeah. to put in it. And sabotage. I like yeah. that sequence. It's kind of cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> but but hey, it's fun.
1: If, if you're a fan of the original series, you're a fan of the cheese anyway. Oh,
2: yeah. Exactly. It makes you smile.
1: Alright, Allie. Uh, did you have any more honorable mentions?
0: You know what? I have a million, but I think today we'll just end it with what I've put forth. Actually, no. All we right, should my... mention the Corbinite oh,
1: maneuver. Oh. Okay.
0: Because it's <laughs> Like the Tholian web, it's one of those ones where there's a meeting of minds. You have to do your, you have to use your head smarts rather than just your your fighting skills or anything like that.
1: It was a good, right.
0: and the ending was great.
1: Hmm. Mike, do you have any others?
2: Uh, yeah. So I got one that I'll go into a bit of detail on, and then I'll just kind of list off a bunch that I just could not, not list not off. Mentioned. Um so the, the one main one is season three episode two Enterprise incident. Mm-hmm. And that's just uh overall the whole interplay with Romley Commander and Spock is fun and then Kirk getting dressed up and surgically altered as a as a Romulan is great there as well. And Scott says Kirk looks like the devil himself, so again there's that fun stuff with McCoy and Scott and Spock. And then just some quick honorable mentions, Arena. With the Gorn Captain, of course. Yes. Uh, the, the part for that, the part with Arena that always comes up in my mind is where Kirk's making the canon and it gets all the different components to it. Uh, Devil in the Dark, that with the Horta is just a, it's a great, great episode. City on the Edge of Forever, of course, that's a classic. Doomsday Machine. The Omega Glory, not everybody likes that one a lot, but yeah. I just... It's really cheesy with the whole we the people at the end, but it's, uh, I enjoy it every time. And the the Paradise Syndrome, when Kirk is stuck on the planet, forgets who he is, and he gets married to um, uh, Miramir, I think their names. Yeah. So, it was really hard getting down to a top five, then had to a top three, because <laughs> I forgot we were doing top three. But I had all these other ones here, so yeah, it's just, there's so many, it's like comfort food, the original series. Uh,
1: absolutely. I agree. And i say, well, while I was deployed, that was one of the things that I wanted to make sure I had was one of my copies, or at least one of my seasons of the original series so I could watch it whenever I needed to, and I also had uh, 09 sent over to me because it just got released, or it got released as I was deploying or like right after I got over overseas, so.
0: It's amazing how much Star Trek in our lives really is a part of our lives, whether it's in the background or the port. Mm-hmm.
2: So good. Yeah, and there's so many messages, meanings in them. And the original series especially did a good job of having a lot of those lighthearted episodes too, but they still have a message to them. Yeah. And you can literally drop into any episode and have not seen any Star Trek, and you don't really need to have seen it, which is a pretty amazing accomplishment as well.
1: Yeah, and and that's one of the things I'm looking forward to also in Strange New Worlds is because I saw that the, that's what they're going to try and return the format to is more of a it, mo- or alien of the week, planet of the week type of thing.
2: I just love the look of how they updated the Enterprise for Discovery. That's yeah. just it's a really nice, like the, the Kelvin Enterprise, it's nice, it's fancy, but it's like a big budget movie Enterprise. Yeah. The way they updated it, like even the interiors and the bridge and the corridors, it really keeps the original Enterprise and just kind of brings it forward. So it's a nice mesh. So I'm looking forward to seeing more of the ship itself too.
1: And and who knows, in, in 10 years, they might just update the, uh, the graphics on, on the original series and still have to buy another
2: instead of dvds yeah it's when watching these episodes too i i watched them all with the remastered versions yeah the old the old ones are nice but it's just nice having that little bit of extra visual on them it brings it that much it's that much easier to bring it up to the century for people too
1: yeah unless unless you know they're they're kind of older, like us, and like like a little bit of cheese. <laughs> Th- then we can show them show them everything from from the sixties. Oh, I love the cheese! It's great That's
2: when true. you can start saying you're getting old. <laughs> yeah,
0: made me feel very old when I realized I was five when
1: I saw Wrath of Khan in the movie theater. Yeah, I was negative four when Wrath of
2: Khan <laughs> came out. Wrath well, of Khan came out in eighty two, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I was negative like five.
1: <laughs> well, now I feel
0: even older. <laughs> I
2: didn't say it. I didn't say it
0: either.
2: The Voyages, a Star Trek animated and Kelvin Timeline podcast is hosted and produced by Allie Black, Chris Hill, and Mike Burse and is part of the Hallsweet Media Podcast Network. To keep up to date on all the news and updates from The Voyages, be sure to follow The Voyages US on Twitter and Facebook. You can find Allie Black on Twitter at Enzo underscore McAllen with two C's and two L's. Chris Hills on Twitter at the Chris Hill, Chris with a K. And Mike Burst is on Twitter at Mike Burst 6. To join the Holosuite Media Community Discussion Group, simply type the Nexus into the Facebook search bar and we'll see you there. Thank you for listening. Live long and prosper.
0: This show is brought to you by Sweet Media. Computer, list other available Sweet Media programs.
1: Loading Sweet Preview Program for Open Channel, a Star Trek community podcast.
2: And it's just that, that innocence of why. Why do they do that? Mm-hmm. Why would you need to do that? And I love that having kids makes you really, sometimes you kind of, you think about it, but then you kind of pass over it because, I mean, you get older and you kind of see some of the stuff. But they just remind you, like, why? Right. Why is somebody doing this to somebody? It doesn't make sense. So that, that was a good thing to pull out.
1: You have to be carefully taught to quote a lyric from South Pacific. <laughs> Loading Sweet preview program for The Vedic Assembly, a DS9 podcast.
2: What flavor would General
1: I Jello
0: that hasn't set yet. <laughs> flavor? W- he would be orange.
2: You reckon it'd be orange flavored?
0: He'd be orange flavored. Just
2: because he's got orange goo. Yeah, exactly.
0: Okay. I mean, it would be weird if he were a flavor and he were orange colored goo, and you tasted it and it was like lime. That would be disconcerting. Be surprised. So yes, I say like like
2: (laughs) bitter orange, you know. Yeah. Bitter orange, like a blood orange. Blood orange, Odo. Yes. Oh, now I would totally eat Odo. Let's do that.
1: Loading sweet Preview Program for The Janeway, a Star Trek Voyager podcast.
0: The orangey skin makes me think of something else Makes you think nowadays. of Donald Trump.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, it, it, and bad hair.
2: <gasps> oh my god. He's K-son. Donald Trump is Kazon.
0: Trump is Kazon. Oh
2: my god. I'm surprised he's not calling himself Marge Trump.
0: <laughs> because he's not very bright either. No. It fits perfectly.
2: Well, I understand it all now. We've, we've just been taken over by the Kazon we didn't even realize it no oh my god <laughs> listeners we've just sold the mystery of the last 4 years in the united states
0: computer deactivate hollow suite